The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Let's ride. Oh <laughs> man, here we go. Players Lounge. Players Lounge on Friday, baby. Let's ride. Oh, Going into man. the weekend as the Cowboys, Woo. Bengals, mm. AT&T Stadium. Yes. AT&T, TV coverage yeah. will be Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Ooh, Wolfson. Okay. 105.3 The Fan. You can listen to the game. We're on Brad Shad, Babe Lofberg, Christy Scales. Then over on the Spanish broadcast, we got Victor Villalaba and my boy, Luis Perez. Love me some Luis Perez, man. That's my yeah, guy. Like Luis, Carlos Nava doing the sidelines at Compass Radio's got Kevin Ray and number 11 in yards. The first number 11. I remember that? Danny White. Danny White. Grew up on Danny White, man. Like me some Danny White. You grew up on D- Danny White? Yeah, man. I grew up on Danny White, too. What years did he play uh, Danny took over for Roger Staubach. Okay. So, right. so 1980 was Danny's first year Whoop. starting. Yeah. That's way before your boy was out there. That's right. So, it's all Gucci, man. I yes, still mess yes. with Danny. Yes, yes. yes. So, so still got yeah. him. In Tell him about the, conf- the Danny White controversy. What was the cow? There was some, some tea that needs to be spilled? What's going on? Well, I, I used to love how, for, first off, Coach Tom Landry could never pronounce Hogaboom's name, Gary Hogaboom. He called him Hogan Bloom. Mm. <laughs> but that, that little run for a minute between Danny White and Gary Hogaboom as his quarterbacks. Um, Danny took the Cowboys to the NFC Championship game in 1980. They ended up losing decisively. I mean, Philadelphia was just a better team that mm-hmm. year. Then the next year is when they played the NFC Championship game in San Francisco. And they had, in my opinion, the better team, but lost to the 49ers. That was the catch the game. catch. Young Clark where, was where, out there. Where Everson Walls... Had a heck of a great game. Yeah, but um, oh, you remember what, that? What? With the throwaway, the get the ball. Joe was trying to throw away. The Dwight Clark just you know, so boy climbed the ladder from uh, the I, heavens. I, <laughs> go to the next I, year. I, cr- I, cr- I cried. Man, I, cried. I had to go to. I had to, go to school. I didn't want to go to school, man. I didn't want to go to school. Yeah, not to after go. that one. No, man. not after that one. Were they that. rocking the starter jackets back then? So you no, know, no, no, that was when I was around. That's when I came around. Okay, all right. This is this is this before. This is after LO. There was no pro shop. It was J.C. Penney's where I got all my cowboy gear, bro. I went to, it was a J.C. Penney. It was down in Georgia. It was mm-hmm. a J.C. Penney. They sold three. They sold three jerseys. Pittsburgh, 49ers, and Cowboys. No, and it was in Georgia, so they okay. sold. And Atlanta, okay. It, it was Atlanta. That was okay. it. Three, number three. It was a Fal- you got the Falcons. Get the Falcons Steve Barkowski jersey. You could get you could get the uh, Tony Dorsett or the Roger Staubach. <laughs> Okay. And then you could get the uh, the Terry Bradshaw Steelers. That was it. Damn. That was your choices, baby. Man. That was it. So yeah, man, this is, you you you're in a whole different world. But man. no, that, so they they lose that game next year, 1983. Um, Gary Hogaboom and Danny White start splitting reps, and then it looked like it was going to be Hogaboom's job. Then here came Danny at the end, and it was uh, it was basically Coach Landry going back to the days when he had Craig Morton and Roger Staubach yeah. flip flopping guys, Eddie LeBaron and Don Merrith. Mm. I mean. As great a coach as he was, he couldn't. He he would waver on the quarterback. I wonder why. Like I'll just be decisive. Just what do it you was remember crazy. about that time? The heck? I just remember, man. It was it was so crazy because you go to the NFC Championships back to back years like that, and you think you're just waiting on Danny White to have that that come out moment where I mean you go through a whole season, get to the NFC Championship and lose, man. It was so disappointing, mm. especially coming off of those years in the '70s where Pittsburgh was just. 
awesome. Yeah, you know, they and they them. and they was and they was kicking. Team okay. of the seven, team of the seventy, and beat the Cowboys Super Bowl thirteen. Mm. So much was lost that day. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it was much. I, I will tell you, if you're a, you know, being Cowboy fans, and heck and I are, you, we watched the game, and two things stick out from that. Number one, and I talked to the great, legendary, greatest Pittsburgh team of all time, Joe Green. He said they stopped running the ball. Tony Dorsett will tell you, we stopped running the ball. And here's Joe Green saying, yeah, we couldn't stop that little inside trap run. Right. We could stop it. Tom Landry outthought himself. Yep. Pittsburgh ends up winning the game, and – the, the the big issue was if the Cowboys win it, they're the first NFL team to win three Super Bowls. They also win back-to-back Super Bowls in the 70s. They split with the Steelers one-to-one. Mm. That didn't happen. The Steelers win it. And then the next year they win it again. So not only did they were the first team to win three, then they ended up winning four. Mm. One In the 70s, win two back-to-back. Cowboys yeah, victims man. twice. That's so crazy. So when you think about Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris – uh, Ray Phil Wright. I always said a lot of gold jackets were lost that day. Mm. Some have been recovered because you look at the Steelers, man. I mean, great play, great team. But all those guys, they just ushered them on in there, baby. Yeah, right on and them boys. Yes. Stall- Stallworth was on there. Stallworth, Stallworth was yeah. on there. Tony Dungy was on the Super Bowl 13 team. I man. never, I thought people never gave Harris the, the respect he deserved. He Paul was Franco? cold blood. No, Cliff Harris. Oh, Cliff he Harris. was cold blooded. Mm. Captain Crash. First, first <laughs> team. No, he was cold blooded. Boy, talk about first team. Safety, all, right? all decade. What? All de- played five Super Bowls, man. Mm. But but heck, that's what it, I always tell people. There's a lot. You lose when you lose a Super Bowl. There's yeah. a lot, or any championship if you think about it. You lose any. I remember when the Dallas Mavericks lost it in 06. They had beaten soundly, had beaten Miami twice during the regular season, won the first two games. Oh. It's game three. They're up 13 points with six minutes to go. And, bro, I tell Boy. you what, man, I, I, this is the curse of the media, man. We sat up there. Man, I hope they don't sweep it, man. We, we want to stay in Miami a little bit longer. Like, <laughs> you want to stay in Miami. Right. We don't have to go home. You know, try to hang out. said he wanted to stay in the Yayo, huh? Yes, he uh, did. You know? I mean, at least let's give him, let's, at least let's get, can we get five games in? You know, yeah. I want to be four. And, man, they didn't win another game. You got plenty of time at the Fountain Blue then, right? Bro, he didn't want to go. He was bummed as him. Like, oh, man, they lost. How they lose that game? It was bad, bro. Mm. It was bad. But, but then you just see. Having lost that, you know, how much hell Dirk Nowitzki went through. Okay, went through hell on that. And just Avery Johnson doesn't get his championship. I mean, lives are changed if you win. Yeah. When Josh Hamilton hits the two-run homer in extra innings for the Rangers in St. Louis, you're thinking, okay, we thought they blew the World Series. They're about to win it. Josh is going to go down in this legendary figure, hitting a two-run homer in extra innings. They don't win. Then they go lose. They lose game seven. Josh ends up signing a couple years with the Angels. Ron Washington ends up leaving the team. Things are different when mm. you win, man. And mm. when you lose, a lot of stuff gets lost. A lot yeah. of stuff gets lost. Anyway, that's a long way of trying to get us back in here to That's all right, man. Hey, you took me hey I man, like back down. Lesson, man. man, back down memory well, lane. I was sick, man. Oh. It seemed like after all those years with Hope, Gary Hogeboom, then the Steve Pelour era star Number started. Oh man. Ooh. Paul Palmer and handed off to Paul Ooh. Palmer. Oh man, it was <laughs> oh my god. Those it, it was rough, bro. It was rough. <laughs> it was brutal. Rough. That was brutal. Brutal so, years, oh, huh? God. First time I ever met Dennis Thurman, I was on the uh, I was covering USC and I just like, yeah, man, I know you, man. I know you play on those great cowboy teams. I said, man, boy, that NFC championship game. I said, man, I cried, man, I cried. And Dennis looked at me because Dennis is he'll just kind of stare at me. He says, 
You cried. You cried. <laughs> you my, cried. My bad. I forgot. You actually played. <laughs> but that that is that for me as a Cowboy fan, there will be no lower moment than that. Even, even Super Bowl, Jackie Smith dropping the pass in the Super Bowl, that hurt. Yeah. But that game, they were going to win it all. Yeah. They'd have they tore up the Bengals. Mm. That was, I mean, that was okay for, you know, it's like, all right, man, despite everything that happened, the Super Bowl, this, this, they're back, going to be back. Yeah. <sighs> tough, man. Tough, tough. But, you know, <laughs> along came Jimmy Johnson and they ended up, uh, you know, going on to set a new foundation for the Cowboys. So this Cowboys team has uh, got a tough task ahead of them. On Sunday, as they face Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, Ooh. they who are seven and a half point favorite in this game. Gentlemen, for me, my big concern going into this on the Players' Lounge presented by Tostitos is J. Ron Curse not being there. Mm. They spent so much time in camp telling you how important he was. And it's going to take a collective effort from the safety position, Barry Church. You play safety in this league. How do you account for a guy who basically did three jobs in one, according to Dan Quinn? Played safety, played linebacker, played nickel. How do you do this against it, this team? It, you're right. It's not going to take just one individual. Like everybody's saying, you know, all right, it's Donovan Wilson's turn to to step in there and kind of rehash that. You know, everybody was he was a fan favorite back in the day. This is his chance. But it's going to take more than just him because, like you said, he you know, Curse played three roles: safety, linebacker, and nickel as well. And not only that, he was the quarterback of the defense. When you got that green dot on your helmet, it's your responsibility to relay the call to the rest of the defense in the huddle, make sure that secondary is lined up, D-line is where they're supposed to be, and linebackers are where they're supposed to be. That's a lot to put on the plate of a young man in Donovan Wilson. So to me, I think it's going to be a collection of people. It'll be Donovan Wilson, if Israel McQuamu can come in there, he's versatile. He can play some nickel, some dime. And then you got the, um, the, all the, the young safety, Marquise Bell. Bell, who can come in there and kind of play that dime linebacker role as well. So I don't think they should just put it on Wilson and saying, okay, now you got to learn dime linebacker. You got to learn nickel. I don't think they should do that. I think they should maybe give Wilson his role that he sh- he's normally in, where he was in that three safety package, kind of introduce Bell into that linebacker role because that's kind of what he is. He's a bigger body safety. He can be in that box, in that realm, and understand that. And then McQuamu, who's already played nickel in the preseason, he can come in and be in that dime role as well. So I think it'll be the combination of all three of those guys to pretty much fill the void that Curse has left. But it's going to be hard because that guy was a mainstay on the defense. I think we've, we've spent all week diagnosing what our problems are and, and talking about where our shortcomings are. And I think for Cincinnati, they know that their shortcomings are their compromised offensive line. Um, they have problems up front. And they gave up seven sacks and a ton of pressure. And I think the way that you nullify uh, this offense is by putting pressure on Joe Burrow. And that way they have to not use that tight end out in coverage. We, mm. You talked about Hunter Hayden Henry. Hurst. Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, Hurst, excuse me. Hayden Hurst. You talked about him and uh, his ability to stretch and take, you know, take up the middle of the field. But if you have to keep him in, because you're generating that pressure and you're worried about that, and Joe Burrow is also calcul- is having to account for the pressure that's coming at him, I think that takes alleviates some of that pressure that you would be thinking about with J. Ron Curse mm-hmm. because he's so dynamic because you don't have to take him off the field in passing situations because his ability to cover deep third, yes, flat, indeed. stuff like that, where you expect for your tight ends to go. So um, that's where I think you, how you nullify that, but I think you have to use your other guys by committee mm-hmm. uh, with Mukwamu. But let's not just jump out the cake and say, 
hey, this we just running with Mukwamu. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just those instances because uh, Marquise Bell is the bigger of the two and more sturdy and definitely a more physical. I, I would like to see him in the box when those situations present themselves because you know what mixing is also going to bring to the yeah, table. And, and we got to get pressure on Joey B. But what, what makes me nervous is, you know, last week, if we really look at it, we was going against a beat-up Tampa Bay offensive line, right? Yes. Right. We're, we're going to say that offensive line was mm-hmm. not good at all. Yes. Outside of Parsons, who was getting pressure? We didn't – yeah, that's – but but then it's, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, and I think Tom Brady does not take sacks. He gets rid of the ball quickly, and I, I think we all are surprised that Tom Brady took two sacks in that game, in the red zone. I know I was. Oh, especially just, in the red zone. In the oh, red yeah, zone, that's yeah. just something he doesn't do. He's going to get rid of the ball. But I think in contrast to Tom Brady – Joe Burrow holds on to the ball too long. Mm -hmm. And so that may be the nail in his coffin in this game. The Bengals are going to bring Lel Collins. My man. (laughs) My man, LC. And and LC uh, is their right tackle, played here last year. What is it like to play your former team, especially (laughs) when when the divorce? (laughs) You know, it was a divorce. It wasn't just a thing. You know, this was a divorce that Jerry – Made personal. Ooh. He made that personal during training camp. Yeah, like, I was going to come in here with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, you already heard when, you know, he was having his little, you know, players, media was at the locker rooms the other day. He was talking about how it feels great to be finally coached yeah, at the you position. Heard that, man. Yeah, so he, he's wow. going to come in here. Fired. He's going to come in here with uh, a little bit of chip on his shoulder, but. You know, I would I would tell him this, man. You know, <laughs> don't go in there. You know, <laughs> come in there talking too crazy. Because I had to come back here when I was with Jacksonville, and it wasn't pretty. All right, they they beat the brakes off us, and I was humbled as well. So I can understand him coming with the chip on the shoulder, but you know, just make sure your play accounts for what you're talking about as well. But he's definitely throwing some shots at this uh, coaching staff already. So we'll see what he does when he comes in the and comes into AT and T Stadium. Yeah, I still I'm not one of those people. I I definitely was a Lyle Collins fan. I didn't like the way his play des- declined before he left. And I'm not going to pile on him. Yeah. All I'm saying is that he he didn't have a lot of good tape out there before he left. And based off of what I saw in that Pittsburgh game, people could say T.J. Watt, whatever. I just think that the Pittsburgh Steelers presented a big problem to him. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, I don't think he can come in here, you know, Hyped, overhyped. He has to play assignment sound uh, as well, or you know, this could be a long, long day for him. I look at Lyle Collins, who, who personally loved. Yeah, that's a good I, dude I, overall. I, yeah, man. I liked LC a lot, man. I did, I did. LC did the one thing that you don't want to do, not just as a professional football player, but any of us who have a job. You don't want to give them any reason to say, you know, we can do this without you. Don't make it their idea. Right. Yeah. He put himself in that situation. Right. 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 You know, he, he put himself in that situation. And then they start. Well, 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 is he is he in shape? Is he? This? I mean, all these things started to come up that, to the point where they they decided, you know what, we're going to move on. And it's been rare for Jerry to move on from a player he likes, but yeah. somewhere along the way, especially listening to him in that press conference, it, it the switch flipped. I don't know exactly what happened behind the scenes on a personal, but. Jerry got very personal with Lyle and Amari Cooper, and that's rarely to see him come out like that. So I hope this for Lyle, that along the way, and I don't know if it's this offseason, whatever, but I hope he can have a conversation with Jerry Jones and that they can get right. Because remember when he wanted him as a free agent, because Lyle had that issue with Coming the – Right, at a college of the former girlfriend. It ended up getting um, – 
had died. He was not a suspect, but still people were just like, oh, they asked about his name. But they had that big old dinner at Jerry's house, and they invite everybody but Ron Leary. Which was so <laughs> shady, man. Right, everyone was... but Ron Leary to recruit yeah, Lyle and his mom. Mad. And, and Lyle's, he told me before, he's like, man, man I'm, I'm living here. He's like, I don't ever want to, you know, I want to live around. Mm-hmm. So so I hope he can get that that situation right because you as a former cowboy, heck, we've seen so many guys, like even like Jesse Holly, who who who've lived who live here, mm-hmm. who've made it home, and I hope he can still find a way to be connected with the Jones and in, in, in that. So that's just a personal thing. Yeah. That's just a personal thing because um, it's it's it didn't end well, man. No, it didn't. It, it didn't end well. And like you said, he put himself in that situation, and we know what happened on the field. Terrence Steele came and he played pretty well in that five game stretch that yeah. uh, that you know Lyle missed. So. You know he has nobody to blame but himself, but you know he moved and, on to you know greater pastures. Man, and and I, man, it's just like when with Terrence Steele, I think the questions after Lael, you have to ask yourself, like, man, you replaced him with that, you know, and a guy that you see having those struggles, and no matter how they try and pump it up and talk it up and say, you know, he's a try hard guy, he he does everything we ask, he practices hard, but then you see the play on the field not actually go together. He had some some really great games. He played well against a Bosa brother, did some, but then you have so much other tape out there that you go, boy, that's not it. Just inconsistent. It's just, yeah, it, that's the word I'm looking for. The mm-hmm. inconsistency, I think it, it worries you, it bothers you. He is a Terrence Steele is a, is a player that possibly could have a 10, 12 uh, NFL year career because of, man, there's a premium on yeah. right tackles in the league. Sure. Uh, but I just think the play's not matching. So I'm watching him yeah. as much as I'm watching Leo. Uh, and I, I defend Terrence Steele from this standpoint, heck. Lyle Collins should have been a first-round draft pick. Absolutely. You know, most likely top 10 when you go back and mm-hmm. you think what people are talking about him. And he was making $10 million. And you've decided to replace him with a guy who's making what maybe maybe half a million bucks. Um, so there's going to be a drop off. You you do get what you pay for yeah. for undrafted free agent. And so, but Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach, <laughs> and the Cowboys have said we'd rather have this this young man playing right tackle for us, and we'll we'll deal with and help him however we see fit. Because I think in a, their minds. Tyron Smith is here. We can let him play, and then we'll help steal out. But with Tyron out, now you got to go help Tyler Smith on the left side. They could think that with all these all the years of him missing these games. But that that's neither here nor there. there. We find ourselves in the situation we find ourselves. (laughs) But that that thinking, I mean, I would say, hey, look, if 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 Tyron is here, you know, you're putting that tight end over there. You're helping out. You're helping out. Sliding the line that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's playing next to Zach Martin. You know, that's a part of the thought process that I could see. Look, and Cowboy fans have been spoiled. How many teams have three first-round picks on the offensive line? You know, uh-huh. not, not many teams do. The Cowboys uh-huh. are fortunate when you talked about having, you know, Tyron at left tackle first-round pick, Travis Frederick at center first-round pick, and, and having Zach Martin. For, and then, basically, Lyle Collins was Stealing. a first-round pick. Hey, yeah, he was. Potential first-round pick. Yeah. You're right. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you rarely see that. And even when Travis left, you were still left with basically three first-round guys. Yeah. Um, there's a drop-off. But there's a lot of drop-off around the league. We saw the drop-off the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, they ended up losing their left tackle. Next thing you know, they they Michael 
over there and he eating like the lion. <laughs> so, and then Tom Brady yelling at the lion. <laughs> Worfs is different I, on that other yeah, side, yeah, boy. You're trying to get me retired, yeah, yeah. man. I got kids. My kids are watching this. I'm 45, man. Oh, <laughs> and so, man. And so, and so this week, you know, Joe Burrow, you know, they here it is. They bring in Lel Collins. Hey, we've improved. I mean, that's all they've talked about since then. We've improved the line. This yeah, revamped O line. Some sacks right out the gate. So, there, there are issues everywhere. There's issues everywhere, and people are like, hey, I think we can put, you know, we can make this adjustment here out, out in L.A. I mean, you saw that first game with the Rams, mm. man. Stafford getting tagged. He is. Getting tagged he up, is. man. I was surprised he ain't Vaughn tapped Miller. out. He was over there. Uh. Bob Miller looking like Micah running past yeah. me. So, so there's a lot of folks with O-line issues, yeah. man. It, it's not perfect anywhere, and you try to plug it up as much as you can. So, um I'm looking for Terrence to bounce back. Mike, Mike McCarthy said that he should bounce back this week. And this is just one where you, you hope the pride. You know, looking at the tape here and, 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 and trying to figure it out. But it's, it's, it's a challenge. Both teams have challenges on the offensive yeah. line this week. So let's see what happens here. Let's take our first break. Um, we do need to get to predictions. Okay? Mm. We need to get to predictions. Um, yeah. You know, last week we were we were kind of a little bit here and there with the predictions last week. I mean, not I'd say here or there. Some some people here on the right side. Oh, okay, okay. Some all right, people all right, here on the right, right side. When you so, said we, I just thought you I, meant everybody. You speak okay. French. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we. <laughs> we, we. Who's we, you two guys? <laughs> Back on the Players Lounge right after this on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Back to the Players Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, September 17th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on the Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for ticket sales and information. Heckma Harrison is here. Barry Church yes, is here. Sir. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos or brand Danny McRae. Uh, have the day off. The Challenge Champion. He's, he's, he's chilling, man, doing his thing. He's enjoying that. Yeah, he's on his tour run. Or what's that? The balling. press run. Press Hey, Run. cue the music. My man. Oh, man. Congrats. Uh, Jerry Jones on his show um, every Friday on 105.3 The Fan with the KNC Masterpiece was asked about penalties, and he said, quote, I would have thought we would have improved from where we are. I know the point of emphasis through – uh, was there throughout training camp. I know the point of emphasis is that it's done as late as last week. So, this is Jerry talking about the 10 penalties. Heckma. No penalties on the defense last week. This was all offense. A lot of pre-snap penalties. How did they get this right? Because this is shooting yourself in the foot mm-hmm. every week. No, it did. It looked it looked bad, and and it's a repeat performance uh, with the penalties, especially coming off the San Francisco loss. And it's like deja vu, and that's all people remember. Where you leave leaving the field in that playoff loss with all those penalties, you took yourself out of so many opportunities. I really didn't. I mean, the game was so bad uh, offensively. I didn't see it the same way. I, I thought Terrence Steele was just, I don't know, either he didn't understand his assignment or what was going on, but that offside, you know, the the uh, pass interference. The hat trick? Yes, he, he yeah, did it all. He did it all. He man. did it all. Third he, quarter hat trick? Hey, no stone unturned. <laughs> he made sure that if I'm going to be bad, I'm going to double you down on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it. Uh, but, look, a week of practice. If you see, if continuously see the same things, you're going. The, the questions are going to persist. People are going to start asking about the discipline of your team. They're going to start to question the head coach. And you see Mike McCarthy, and he's talking about we don't coach penalties, all those things. And I mean, and he's getting to the point you can just tell mm-hmm. he getting he's getting a little pissy up there. Yeah, uh, because it's falling on him uh, the way that his team is performing. But man, that's. I don't know if you're going to get to the interview with Mike McCarthy, but there are just some things that I think, man, if I played gestures, I think he's basically saying, hey, man, this ain't on me. <laughs> this ain't on me. <laughs> I'm trying to do the best I can, but this ain't on me. That <laughs> ain't my call. That ain't my call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he trying to let y'all know what I letting y'all know. I ain't going to say no names. But... <laughs> Get it like Neil Brown on the stand. It was Kellen Moore. I was the coordinator for the bank. If I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of people. I got a list of names and coaches. They're not doing their job Why? on Sundays. Hey, that's, that's like it. like 48 hours in that room. In that, in that room, he's telling on everybody. Mm. They bought their Wendy's in there. It's over with. <laughs> You know what's going to happen I next. I him do this. Ricky was over there. Right? He was over there doing this. Soon as the, hey, soon as that Wendy's come in the room, it's over yeah. with. Yeah. Everybody yeah. go to jail. Everybody going down. Y'all better start running now. All right? Jerry, you need to talk to Joe. Talk to Joe, Jerry. I mm. told him three times. Oh, my mm. God, man. And y'all think it's that? Like, y'all think 
It's you think it's the tempo at practice? Like I don't, brother, you don't want to play. I can't, you said, I can't put my hand on it because <laughs> if you look on the defensive side of the ball, zero penalties. Yeah, man, zero penalties out there. No, no jumping off sides. No pass interference. None of that stuff. But when you look on the offensive side, you got everything. You got yeah. offensive pass interference. You got holding, false starts, illegal formations. I mean. As a player, I, I'm I'm dumbfounded. See, I don't see, know see, where with the offensive pass. Exactly. I'm like, where Man, do you that point the took, finger? He went with the mic. Yes. <laughs> it's like, are they are they coaching technique out there? They I, have to. They have to be right. So it's. I, I'm dumbfounded. I have no answer for this one. And and so that was why Jer- Jerry was asked that question. So um, yeah. Mm. It's 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 got to get fixed. I mean, that's just one of the things where if they're going to if they're going to win this game, you can't be you can't be the reason why you don't win it. You got to cut that down. I gotta, this is simple. I got to ask you this question, yeah, though. When you when you saw the PFF grade, <laughs> PFF. Yeah, I'm, put, I'm trying to make my point here, and I want you, you to agree with me. I pull out PFF. Uh, <laughs> you thought you got rid of the problem, the holding penalties and all of that at Connor Williams, and he goes to Miami. Play center and grades out top old lineman, right? What? <laughs> Wait a minute, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey. What do you mean he graded out top old lineman? Not not our Connor, because mm. when he was here, all we was getting was flagged. That's it, holding, holding. He ain't got enough bricks in his pocket. Yeah. It's too light. How does that happen? What just happened? What's going on, though? You explain this to us, man. Hey, first off, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for Connor Williams. Uh, as much, I mean, imagine being in your hometown for two years, taking abuse, his fame, people saying you're the problem. Uh, good for him to go down to Miami and they, they win the game against uh, you know the New England Patriots, and he had a good game. So, so congratulations to him. But it makes you ask. Your, your thought comes into: Was it coaching? Did the Cowboys not know? Hey, how's this guy now, you know, competing at center and doing a good job? I mean, it, it raises questions. And I'll say this, I don't know the team, but you better believe if 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 things don't improve to the satisfaction of Jerry Jones, he's going to ask himself the same question. Yeah. So, yeah, the ship the ship's got to get turned around. I know it's just one game. And there's obviously an overreaction in Dallas-Fort Worth like no other city. Oh, no. No way. It is the Cowboys. No way. An overreaction? I mean, I mean, you brought it up. You go into PFF. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, okay. Um, yeah, man. But, it, I mean, is it's, it overreaction? Because this, this has been going on since last year. Even when we was winning, 12-4, and four, it was kind of like we still getting these penalties, but uh, we're winning. So it kind of glossed over all that. And now it's just we're losing and getting penalties. Now it's a problem. It's it for me. I mean, because you look, I, I just assume that everybody knows the history of the NFL and know that there are teams that have won the Super Bowl being the number one penalized team in the league. I mean, it, it happens. It's it's not like you're going to get out of this clean. It's, it's like life. You're not going to get out alive. You're not going to get out of games with no penalties. Yes, Nui. The Rams were that when they won the Super Bowl that year. They all they they racked up a lot of penalties, but. It was one of those things where you got a penalty, but next thing you know, hey, he found Azakim. As I say, are we a, are we as talented as the Rams? No, I don't know. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. And I know I could. You could take that sample size. You could even go to the uh, Baltimore that had the same. I'm not claiming that we got Ray Ray over there. We don't have none of that. <laughs> no, we have none of that. All, all I'm saying, we know that this team isn't good enough to overcome those. And, yeah. the, and the good teams that can overcome a, a holding penalty, a offsides, or whatever that, they have playmakers that's, that's out there. That if it's first and 15, they find a way. This team is not finding a way. And the overreaction, I believe, is coming from the running game. 
And when I hear Mike McCarthy talk about, look, I, I as a coach, I hated option routes. And we and players are saying, and the team is in the scheme that we have has a ton of them. He's saying, hey, look, I'm not the OC. <laughs> and I obviously don't have the ability to change what the OC is doing. I can make a recommendation. Okay. <laughs> now in my house, if we want to paint a wall, I just paint the damn wall. I don't call my mortgage holder and yeah. say, can I paint my wall? Yeah. You know, this is what this is the predicament I believe that this man is in. He can't make the decisions that's imminently going to fall on his head. There has to be a, a separation in this where he can take his 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 future his into his own hands and say, look, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down like this. Because you cannot tell me you're going to come into the Cincinnati game and abandon the run, no matter what. Your team, Biotish, your, 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 your Forniak, your rookie left tackle, that you have to give them something to grow go on. And it's going to have to be this running game. you got to give these guys some confidence. They cannot survive like this. The brother's preaching. Mm. That's good. That's, you know what, man? It's so good. Let's just go to break on that. Let's, do it, let's, let's go to break. Let that marinate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. marinate. Been saying it for a while, man. Been saying it for a while. Louis, if it hit me with something, something happened. Marinate. Is coming? marinate. Um, <laughs> we need predictions, guys. We, we got to get to the predictions here. Oh, that uh, man pulling that check out. Just making sure it's the right amount. You know? Oh, you trying to give away some more money? <laughs> no, I can't do that, man. Can't so, we'll, Bengals and uh, Cowboys, we look back to our Thursday night picks as well with Heckma Harris and Barry Church on New East This is the Players' Lounge presented by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. Where you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Join former NFL players for the first game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop the kids off at Ford Field on October 2nd. All right, that's October 2nd from 1130 to uh, 330 while you watch the Cowboys and Commanders game from your favorite restaurant at the Star District. To register your footballer for camp, visit DallasCowboys.com slash Cattery. Players Lounge presented to you by Tostitos. Our man Heck has got one heck of a big weekend mm, when it comes to He's got, booked. Yes, he is booked. He's booked. Friday night, you calling? Um, tonight, yeah, I'm calling uh, yeah, Dent Geyer and Prosper, two undefeated teams okay. on Channel 8. All right, with Mike Leslie. All right, good. And then Saturday night, you got you got uh, TSU, Texas Southern University, and Southern University. Mm. Man. And, so, and that's going to be over at, at Choctaw. The old ball, the original yeah. ballpark. Choctaw. Give it a ten Don't show them at that stadium. That's in Memphis. <laughs> that's a million names. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when they tried to call it uh, Ameriquest Field, and, you know, I mean, yeah. so, but now it's Choctaw. But yeah. anyway, across the street from the new ballpark. But um, yeah, it's an awesome game. Man, I, I love some HBCU football, man. I love the band. I love the vibe. It's just Woo. fun. It's just fun. And and then, of course, you know, that TSU crowd, man. You know, I was there for um, – I went to the NCAA tournament. Okay. Because uh, one of my old high school buddies, he, he played over there until they were in the NCAA tournament. Oh, uh, yeah, the basketball team is off the mm. chain. Yeah, yeah man. man. So they were over there. I mean, you know, they – they you know they got those same. It kind of has an A and M vibe, you know, because mm-hmm. Texas A and M vibe, the same colors and everything. But you know, Michael Strahan played Texas Southern, so man, there we go. Yeah, so they they go they go show, man. They go show. Oh yeah, man. they bring all their Frenchy uh, fried chicken with them, man. Mm. It's off to, if you ain't never have. But that's yeah, bringing up old stuff. Hey, you know, man. but the ocean the ocean of soul is amazing. But the if you've never heard the Southern University, the the human jukebox. Man, it's, Never heard it. It's boy, going down. It goes down. That, it's a different. So that's a different kind of band. That's a different kind of band. Let me know, man. Let's get on out let there. Cause I, get I, your I, umbrella, man. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I can't get Christmas. Bring your fan. Bring your, bring your bring your church fan. Bring your church fan. The Martin Luther. Can't get that crispiness. <laughs> well, I did just. So, yeah, man. Uh, enjoy your football weekend, I man. I mean, that's that's good stuff right mm. there. Toledo versus Ohio State as well. Just gonna throw that out there. Oof! How much they pay y'all to go get that one? Man, I don't know how much they paid them to get that that work, but I don't know. Wait a minute. Them. Watching them. I'm what watching. do you mean? Them? It's them your people. No, they, they oh, they all right. What's that's, going on? That's another show. We need some more time. It's a whole other show. Oh, oh, wow. They all right, man. He, I'm, he is in the Toledo Hall of Fame, but there's. there's yeah, man. There's some backlash. Man, you know, I understand. We're talk about I understand. This I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been drafted, but you wait, know, wait, senior wait, year, you know. Danny will have to. What? It's a therapy session. I walked right into that. I thought he just worded it wrong. Nope. That was on purpose. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, speaking of predictions $40 here. $40 dues. The oh, dues is ready, man. The dues is ready. Speaking of predictions, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Last week. What you got? When it came to the Cowboys, only one of us got it right. Yeah. He did do that. Barry Church went 27-20. 
Tampa Bay. I picked the Cowboys. Heck picked the Cowboys. You know D-Beck picked the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so right now going into this one, uh, you want to know right now? You want to know? You want to know? So, um, I, I, I text Danny. Danny McCray's out uh, today. So, Danny's going with the Bengals, twenty-four to thirteen. Oh, to win twenty-four thirteen. Yes. Oh, yes. No faith in Coop. See. It's not Coop. And that's the thing I hate about this. People are going to point the finger at Coop. Mm-hmm. And this is bigger than him. This is an organizational thing right now. You know, that in quarterback, that's what happens with that position. I hear you, but as great as – as much as we love Dak Prescott, we saw he was struggling He was struggling week. as well. He was struggling. So it's, this is a challenge right now to try and get this thing corrected. So I just you – know, if you want to point the finger at Coop, I just think that's asking a lot here. Uh, I'm going to go 27 27- – 10, Cincinnati. 17 points? Mm. They score a point. They didn't score a touchdown last week. Mm. What are, you don't got no faith in our D? Hold, hold Joey B down a little bit. You can only be out there so long, bro. You can only be out there so long. <laughs> now, here's my – okay, but I started the show for a reason. Not having J-Ron Curse, arguably, you know, one of your four most important defensive players. Come on, man. And you're talking about adding two guys who didn't have a shirt. Come on, man. We saying curse. We saying curse is is the difference. I say he's one of your four most important. Okay, I believe in Dan. I believe in Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is talking about the importance of J.K. all throughout training camp. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he said he does three jobs. All right. So he's not going to be there. And you're now talking about two young players who didn't play last week. I think that's a challenge against a team that is better than what you faced last week. We'll see. What you got for I, I'm, I'm going with, I ain't going 27, 27 to 10. So. Hey, that's a drumming. That's like fourth quarter, Joey B going to be chilling. Okay, you look at me. <laughs> Danny said 24-13. Danny said We're not that far off. We're not that what far. What saying? He gonna what be chilling in the fourth. I'm 27-10. That's what I'm saying, Joey. B gonna be chilling in the fourth with that one. D-Mac man. is 24-13. Hey, it might it, it might be a little struggle for a minute, man. but you know they might pull away. But I I, <laughs> I have them winning. So two of us, half the show has Cincinnati winning. Yeah. Vegas got him as a seven and a half point. Seven and a half. Okay, yeah. in the NFL, and, that's wow. Seven and a half on the road. They yeah. run, so, yeah. so that's telling you something. I mean, they make they they build a new they build new hotels all all the time. So they kind of know yeah. what they're talking about. But hey, Church, what you got? I'm with you, Nui. I got uh, the Bengals winning this thing, 31-17, man. I talked a lot, but I'm right there with you. That's why I was like, I just, I just hyping it up. I was just hyping it up. Ran me down. <laughs> Just hyping it up. You pour more juice yeah. on there. <laughs> I'm just hyping it up. It's, I don't think, yeah, I think Joey B gonna come in here looking for some not revenge on the Cowboys, but looking to improve on what he did last week. What, what you got, heck? What you got for us, big dog? I'm looking out at the people, man. I'm just looking out at the people right now, man. Look in the camera if you want to look at the people. Yeah, I'm just yeah, looking yeah, at the look people, man. There, I like that look you giving me, new. That's that last call for alcohol look you <laughs> give me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, boy, yeah, that's, that, that's that. That's that. Find one, get behind one. That's, that's that. That's that Huntsville look. <laughs> you better act quick. Uh, what, what's, what's that last meal you want before we take you on down here to the chair? But okay. You know, 
It's a lot of splashes in the water, man. It really has been. Splash, and splash. Yeah, it's a lot of people jumping mm. ship. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really what I love so much about it is people can explain in detail why the Cowboys are no good. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Go run out there and make that pick. But here's the other thing that people are not pointing out. Talk to me. Is the fact that the team that's coming in lost at home to a Pittsburgh Steelers team that has a few guys on defense. I will remain nameless. Uh, but <laughs> few guys. Few guys. A few guys. Uh, it's but like saying Michael Jackson can see he can dance a little bit. No, no, no. Wait a minute now. We'll call him. Hey, I'm just saying. With, but what I'm saying, that with the seven that they gave up and the five turnovers that they gave up, they're still the same team. They still have those problems. Nothing improved. Nobody came back from off an injury report or none of that, right? So, Barry Church, mm-hmm. Nui Scruggs. And Danny McCray. Don't forget D-Mac. And D-Mac. Cue the music. Uh, <laughs> hey. Talking about the guest on the show? Yeah, man. D-Mac. D-Mac. <laughs> Uh, I'm bringing the brief, I'm bringing the big briefcase. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm bringing the bazooka. Okay. okay. Um, I have a defensive line that I feel like they're a little pissed off at themselves because mm-hmm. they needed to do a way better job on uh, playoff Lenny. Uh, I have a linebacking core that knows that they have to shut this run down. And on the back half of this, you have to do something about Jamar Chase. Um, I think I have a guy in Trayvon Diggs that has history with Jamar Chase. And so, hey, you're in the contract year as well. You better show up for this. Offensively, no one believes in Kellen Moore. But I believe that Kellen Moore sitting right across over there knows that he has one responsibility this week. Yeah. And that's to run the ball. Mm. Run the ball. The ball. Taking the Cowboys 21-20 in this game. I am not a turncoat. Do you understand me? When the chips are down, when the chips are down, I ain't going to run from you, baby. I'm going to be right there. That's just in me. Okay? Okay. And a lot of people, I'm going to tell you, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, we come in here. Y'all make sure y'all have that same energy. Okay. okay. Noah, you give me that last call for alcohol look. Slight cheese. I want that. I want that. I want that last call for alcohol. Find one, get behind one look that you just gave me. When we come in here on Monday, okay? Because mm. the Cowboys win. They're going to win, it. They gonna they win gonna this game. Win. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. And, and, and Chris, look, man, because I got I didn't do it last week, and this is something I've been doing every Friday on shows that I've been doing. Man, y'all got to turn y'all mics, turn y'all mics down, turn, put your hands over your ears, because I got to yell this. for this, but hold on a second. You got, I'm you, finish off the show, then you can do it's, it. You got one minute. You got one minute. I'm, let her finish off the show. Okay. Yeah, let me finish this shit right my here. Bad. My, my bad. My bad. I'm not. I'm, I'm a, waiting. I'm I'm already set him up for this. Oh, you set him up for it. I'm, I'm ready. For, don't worry. We, we got you. Uh, okay. thir- Thursday night football. Um, uh, church. You had Kansas City winning 34-31. Heck, you had KC winning 28-17. D-Mac had KC by four. He didn't give us a score. I had Kansas City 31-30. KC wins 27-24. So now for Thursday Night Football for the season, you're 1-1. One one. Church, you're 2-0. and D-Mac's 2-0. I'm 2-0. So, all right. Just want to make sure to get start, that man. out there. That's a good start. So, we shall talk. Don't slip up. He we shall not. talk on Monday. Oh, Heck, it ain't going right on. Here, here. Mr. Domus. Three. <laughs> Three of, us, <laughs> three of us are picking the Bengals. Heckma Harrison's going 21 Solo dolo. Cowboys win. How do you take us out here for the show? Take, yeah. us, out. take us out, baby. Take us out. Take, take your things out, man. It's going to hurt a little yeah. bit. Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How-